and welcome to this very special edition of Neighbours Talks. So I said um, in the last episode I would be coming to you guys as soon as we've ready, just finished airing, literally just finished airing. So I decided to come in and record this special edition of Neighbours Talks. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to like um, talk to you guys about the reading um, and summarise it in the like summary and stuff. So, um, it's pretty cool that Neighbours actually aired the first ever Australian legalised same-sex marriage um, reading and storyline. That was awesome. Um, and before I kick in, I do have to commend Maddie Wilson, who plays Aaron, and Takaya Honda, who plays David. Gosh, Takaya's came a long way from Place Girl and the Girls. Like, oh my goodness, he has come such a long way. Um, okay. So let's kick in with a summary of the episode. So, um, at the beginning of the episode, it was basically, um, Mark, Chloe, and Aaron at number 24. I nearly said number 22. At number 24, um, and Aaron's back still was giving him grief. Um, and Chloe was like, I have a bubbly, it'll fix everything, because they were also trying to find a replacement celebrant because they thought Susan had pulled out that. I'll talk a bit about that later on. Um, then we jump over to the penthouse with Paul, Amy and David. Um, and Leo later joins them. So they are having a toast as well. Um, like having a toast to the big day. And Leo comes in and gives David a card and a video from their mum and she tells David she's sorry that she can't make it but she wishes him and Aaron well which is great and then we jump to number 28 and this is where the drama unprevails um so Susan, Carl and Ellie are having a toast after Susan finished her speech because she didn't realise that David and Aaron thought she pulled out so they're having a toast and stuff um then next um at the Brennan's they're still drinking and there's a knock on the door and Faye turning up and Chloe asks if she's spoken to Tyler so Tyler is um, Aaron's brother in case you didn't know that um, and she says yes she spoke to him last night and that he's so sorry he couldn't be here and that she promised to take a lot of photos and videos um, so then we go to after that we go to Lassiter's, where Leo is going into Therese's office in his reading suit and informing Therese um, that, um, that, that, that there was a complaint about something in room for something else. I can't even remember the number. And then she says about the suit and says he looks terrific. Um, then, um, after or before, I can't exactly remember because it was such, like, near the start of the episode, um, Chloe and Aaron went into the water hole, um, to check on the catering and give Gary the final touch for the cake because Gary, of course, Gary's doing the catering. And I am, to be honest with you, I'm a bit surprised that the water hole would allow, like, I know they sell Gary's desserts, but I'm surprised they would allow, like, all the catering to be done 
by somebody who's not their company, if you get what I mean. Like, I'm surprised they didn't want to do the catering themselves. But anyway, um, and they then come across, while they're talking about the celebrant, they then come across um, somebody who is a celebrant. Now, this person, who I'm going to talk about later on, because towards the end of the episode I'll talk about her, um, but... This celebrant was actually played by one of my like one of the actresses I actually love because she did an awesome job in Cousin Kim. Um, so Mum's assistant, she used to play Sharon Strezelaki in Cousin Kim, so that's another iconic Australian show if you didn't know what that is. Um, and it was great to see her on screen and right in her element with the same sex being because she was one who was pushing and pushing and pushing for equality here in Oz. So really great that Neighbours had that touch of bringing her into the show just for this particular storyline, which was fantastic. Um, now, the next bit is where the drama unfolds, like really, really starts to unfold. So the Brennans are outside and they have just taken, they take a selfie for Tyler. Um, so they took a selfie and then... So Aaron was getting in the car and he fell and hurt his back even more. And they were trying to get him in the car and stuff. Um, now he jumps on a ceremony where we see David and Paul standing. And Susan and Carl walk over and Susan like, says, I'm so sorry, I couldn't be here until this morning. And then um, David tells her about the text and she says, oh, um, but I I sent another text for Rich didn't go through saying, I'll be here with bells on to show you my speech first thing in the morning. They then tells her um, about how they found a replacement and introduced each other. And um, then the next bit we see is the argument between Susan and this other celebrant whose name is yet to be revealed. And I'll talk about that um, a little bit later on. Um, and then we jump to... Then Chloe, Mark, Aaron, and Faye, I nearly forgot my mum's name, come down the aisle and Paul and David are going down the other aisle, which actually, I should mention this too, Zanthi, um, who was there, and Ellie, who was there, were talking about that, how they loved the idea of that. That was actually, like, a very clever idea. I would not have thought of that. Um, In fact, Whenever I do get married, I might still be idea. Like, not same sex, obviously, but I might still be idea for the bride and groom and be something different. Um, Nelly, I started getting emotional and stuff, and Ellie gave him tissues. Then we jumped to Aaron, David, and walking down the aisle respectively. But Aaron came in pushed in a wheelchair, and he walked the last couple of metres to his groom. Where then... The character that Magda played, who was the Reading celebrant, read out Susan's speech. Um, but you know what she did? She skipped over most of it, so she only read parts. But the exact, she only read one bit, which was the whole, like a chunk that Susan put in the whole thing off. She skipped little bits of everything else, so she only read the very end that was whole. So she was talking about like equality and the way it should have always been like that. Um, and then. They exchanged um, vows and ring, rings, sorry, nearly said rings, rings, and then she was like, um, something about something, and then she was like, 
uh, now I pronounce him married, can I get an amen? And then everyone yelled amen and they kissed. Um, and then next we saw David talking to Aaron about what had happened. So um, Aaron told him the situation and just said how lucky it was that Tony had a wheelchair laying around. But I, this is what got me. I didn't just think, like, I know Tony had it a couple months back when Brad was still on, so 2015, I had to write that out for a minute. Um, Cody, um, still had it and stuff. I didn't know that. Um, so Tony had it laying around and they borrowed it. I'm surprised Tony actually didn't go to the, to the, um, reading, but then again, that's probably because of Hugo. Um, so, they talked about what happened, Alan told David, and then, um, we jumped to Paul, Amy, and Leo talking when, Paul's phone rings and Amy's like, you should have that off during your son's wedding. And he's like, I did have it off during the ceremony, but one phone call won't hurt. And Paul then informs them after getting off the phone call that one of her hotel rooms was trashed and Chloe's there also now. And Paul says to Leo that he wants him to go to meet the police with Trey. But she likes, like, are you sure she can't manage it on her own? Blah, blah, blah. And then Paul's like, I want her to. I want you to be there to verify for the um, insurance report, which I think Trey's, like, personally, I think just as an excuse for Leo and Trace to do what they did, um, I think Trace could have handled that on her own easily. Like, she manages the whole hotel, for goodness sakes. I thought she could have managed one little insurance report on her own. Like, come on, it's Leo's wedding day, for goodness sake. Not Leo's wedding day. Leo's brother's wedding day, for goodness sake. Okay. Um, then then Leo goes and tells Trace why he's here, which this is where it gets saucy. Leo and Therese kiss. Look, I don't, like, like, I'm sorry, like, look, look, I, yes, I'm a man of my own fan, but Therese and Leo, mm-mm, no way. Um, but who knows, that might be because I'm forever Therese and Brad, I reckon that's why I'm so against both of them. Like I, I was against Trey's and Gary too. Um, oh sorry, I was against Trey's and Gary too, and I was against Trey's and Paul. But I was like, look, if Brad because appro- Brad approved of Paul, I was like, look, Paul's alright. He's my second option for Trey's, but Brad's my first option if you get what I mean. Um, so they kiss, and then we go on to. Yeah, everyone's walking out of the ceremony, and Susan's talking about how Madsy's character only read half of her speech. And she's like, could they get any worse? And that's where she stepped in dog poo. So she picked up a stick and leaned her foot onto one of the cars and started wiping, and then the thing, like the number plate, snapped off the car. And this is where Madsy's character came up. And was like, what have you done to my car? And, um, she was like, she was like, Sorry, and then explain the situation. She was like, So you thought you'd damage my pet on my car? And she was like, No, I'm using a stick, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, I'll give you my card and we'll pay for all the damage. And the insurance company can call me. And then Magda's character reads the name off the card and says, Dr. Carl Kennedy. And he's like, Yes. And then I was just like, I'm Jim. 
Jemima Davy Smart. You tried to message. You tried to message me. I'm Jemima Davy Smart. I'm your sister. And then it ended pretty much on that. But I loved how they did the opening credits tonight. So what they did was they had like a book, like a reading outlet, and they had photos on the left and the credits on the right. Um. So that's all I have to say about writing. Apart from. Um, it was really, really beautifully done. Maddie, Topia, Stefan, April, Scott, um, Zoe, um, Kim, Rebecca, and other chicks, Magda, and Jackie, and Alan, and Jody and Lily all did an awesome job in this episode. Um. It was definitely worth the rate for the same-sex first Australian marriage dreading. What a milestone we have had tonight with the first ever same-sex marriage um, reading in Australia legalised going to air on TV. I do have to commend also the director of this episode, Chris Adkins. It would have been even more perfect if it was Scotty Major or Kate Kendall directing. That would have been awesome. Um, but anyway, Chris did an awesome job. So did the writers, so did the producers, so did the props, so did the costumes. It was just so nicely done, so I commend everyone at Neighbours on that. Um, so that's all I have to say for the rating. Um, please feel free to put your thoughts up about the rating on Instagram. I'll be doing a post about it and asking for your thoughts. Um, so please feel free to comment on that post and let me know what you thought of the rating. Um, on Instagram, we are at Neighbours Talks Podcast if you haven't followed us. And on Facebook. Um, I'll be posting, possibly, I don't know yet. I might post on our Facebook group, um, which is Neighbours Talks Podcast, if you haven't joined just yet. Um, so, please feel free to check them out, which will be great. Until I come to you next time with the Couples Talks episode for Brad and Therese Villas, I'll see you guys. Bye!